For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm your host, Yo Willagazo. And on today's show, we have a, a guest on the show, uh, JJ Rivera. He's a contributor to Fan Sided's The Lake Show Life. He's here today with us. Hey, JJ, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, Yo, uh, thanks for having me. It's absolutely an honor to be here. And hey, how about that game five for the Lakers? Oh, man, it was so awesome. Um, it was a, a statement win. It's a, it was a, a blowout win, right? And I know we're going to talk a little bit about this, but uh, I, I kind of wanted to, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, have you just talk a little bit about yourself and kind of introduce yourself here for a moment. Well, uh, I, I'm a contributor for Fan Site. It's Los Angeles Lakers site, Lake Show Life. I've been doing that for been almost a month now. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico. So, yeah, it's a bit more challenging covering the NBA from a place where there's no NBA. And the closest team is the Miami. So I'm covering a team from the other side of the United States. <laughs> right, right. So it's a Pacific bit more challenging Ocean. than that. Right, right. Yeah. But, hey, it's, it's a blast. And I love writing about the Lakers, especially right. in, in, during a season that's so historic. And right. so much, that has so much meaning to, for the team. Oh man, I mean, I mean, you're, I mean, you're right about that. I mean, historic and in, in, in so many respects, uh, yeah, especially with with the passing of the late great Kobe Bryant, of course, and then, of course, with uh, COVID going on uh, around the world. Uh, so um, <laughs> you said you're Puerto Rico. What time zone is that? Is that Eastern? Well, or what is that? Yeah, it's Eastern time zone. Where are right now? It's eleven eleven p.m. So make a wish. <laughs> there you go. Um, that, that was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I w- I wish for the Lakers to win a title this year. That's, oh man! Wish. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think we have it. I think we have it in us to to do it. Um, who knows? Uh, who we're gonna go against? Uh, either Clippers or Denver coming up here. But uh, I think that, you know, I think we have what it takes. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, that's not what we're gonna talk about. I'm sorry. What? No, that uh, if the Lakers, if, I mean, I'm sorry, if the Clippers don't choke, yeah, exactly. I guess we're going to have a, a hell of a Western Conference Finals. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a different, uh, that, that'll be a different vibe, a different, uh, it's going to be the first time ever. Um, but uh, awesome, man. I think it's, it's good to have you in the show. Uh, appreciate you joining us today. Uh, but today we're going to, uh, let's talk about uh, the, the game tonight, game five, and then uh, provide our, our, our thoughts on the series 
uh, in a little bit here. But uh, let me just ask you, what do you, what do you think about the tonight's game, uh, game five here? Well, I really thought that the that the Rockets were dead in the water after the first quarter. They looked, oh man, they looked dead. But right, they, right. As they've shown throughout the series. They showed, as I must say, I must say, throughout the series, they came back because a flurry of threes can do anything in the NBA. In the NBA, but then mm-hmm. the Lakers killed them off in the third quarter, and that seemed to be the theme in the last two games. Well, the the last game. Game four, they didn't exactly kill them in the fourth in the fourth quarter, in the third quarter, I must say. But yeah, that they, they outscored the Rockets thirty-three to eighteen in the third quarter. And after that, the series was over. And another another thing I have to say is that Russell Westbrook played absolutely terrible. Yes. Like that that I just saw a tweet after just after the game ended by the Rangers' Kevin O'Connor, mm-hmm. he mentioned that Russell Westbrook is due $43 million per season for the next three seasons. Right. I mean, He's I, a man that just had 10, 10 points in an elimination game and geez. shot terrible from the field. Right. I mean, I don't know what's up with him. I think it was, uh, you know, mostly because of how the Lakers executed uh, defensively. But, uh, uh, man, $43 million? Wow. Um, I I don't I mean this is jumping the gun here, but I I don't know if Houston's gonna keep him. Um, oh well, be, good might, luck finding somebody to trade for him. Right, right. I mean, um, exactly. I mean, that's a that's a good well, point. <laughs> we can always we can always hope that the Knicks do something that's shocking <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know, you know, they they might uh, they might do something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I think you know I think the 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 Lakers game five that um, to close out this series I think they they shot really well you know I mean uh, all f- uh, five of the starting line in the starting lineup had double figures uh, we shot fifty one percent from yeah. three fifty two overall from the field we out rebounded the Rockets fifty to thirty one I mean it was just a strong performance first you know our our in the first quarter it, it ju- you know it was just glaring that we had thir- we we were up 35 to 20 and and uh but then you know like you said it, uh we kind of at the end of the first and then the second we kind of took our foot off the pedal um and you know they they made a couple of a, a few threes um we were just we just weren't uh, uh for some reason we just <laughs> took our took the pedal off, uh, you know took 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 our foot off the pedal and uh, we weren't rotating well and and um uh, defensively it was just uh, it was bad but you know glad that uh, the the Lakers held on and um um uh con- continued to build that that lead you know yeah what what do you think about uh, THD getting minutes oh you mean Taylor Horton Tucker yeah yeah he i mean he surprised us in game 4 right he right. he was he was good and he got more minutes, so I think that's an encouraging, encouraging sign that Frank Bobo is trusting him more, even though he's a rookie. But mm-hmm. I, well, in a potential Clipper series, I, we got to see how much Bogle trusts him because the yeah. Clippers, as you, as we all know, they have a lot of wing players to throw at the whole Lakers roster, basically. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm gonna see how much Bo will trust in in that series. I don't. I'm gonna say right now, I don't think we see that much from him that series because. Right, right. I mean, with uh, either Clippers or Denver, I don't want to write off Denver right now. I'm actually rooting for Denver. Oh, of course not. Well, but uh, 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 but you're right. I mean, I don't see him playing a lot. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, what Vogel. does I mean uh, I just think that uh, um, it, it showed in Game Five how well uh, how Vogel just pretty much outcoached D'Antoni the you know these these last four games uh, I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to uh, kind of talk about the 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 series overall and how, how we did um, so but so let's get back to Game Five here uh, you know what what were some of the details that you saw in Game Five? Well, something that well, I wanna I would I don't wanna spoil the party for the Lakers. I mean, they should we should, we should be celebrating that it's their first conference finals in ten years. But right, right. A worrying at a worrying aspect that I saw from that game is that they had nineteen turnovers. That's that's, that's true. That's true. That's a lot of turnovers, and against the team, against the two teams that might face them in the Western Conference Finals, that number is not gonna burn them. Right, right. And once again, I want to highlight the what after that game one stinker, which I absolutely blasted the team, and specifically <laughs> Rashawn Rondo, who, who, by the way, I should I should write him an apology. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Apology because. I mean, after that game one, he he was basically playoff Rondo, the one the Rondo that we all expected him to be. But yeah, exactly. the rebounding different difference once again was huge for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They had fifty rebounds in c- comparison to the Rockets' thirty-one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's and actually an interesting stat: the Rockets had more offensive rebounds than the Lakers. That's interesting because they didn't have any last in game four, right? <laughs> yeah. And they were they hey, Danny Green looked like prime Dennis Rodman out there grabbing, grabbing offensive rebounds. He was he was on fire. Uh he was solid defensively. Um and he was on fire on uh, beyond the arc today. Um you're right. I mean I, you're right that 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 rebounding ground he's just he was hustling out there tonight. Um at the end of the third, I think that was it when he, he grabbed that rebound after the crucial missed the three pointer. Uh he just grabbed it, went to the corner and shot it up for another three and, and, and made it. It was a great effort from from Danny Green tonight. Um very impressed with him. Uh tonight um you you mentioned the uh uh the 19 turnovers at the half we were at 13 and that was when we were you know we were letting him that letting them get back into this game um and uh we had you know we had six more turnovers in, in the second half but uh uh you know that's we just got to clean that up um i, I think and that's going to be key uh, as we as we move forward, um, I don't like those t- turnovers, and especially if they turn into uh, to to points uh, for the for the other team. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a good number. But again, I don't want to I don't want to spoil the party. Let's talk <laughs> about more positives for the Lakers. That's right. That's right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Go ahead. Yeah, well, I just want to say that Danny, Danny Green is one of the, of, of the case studies that Twitter bullying NBA players actually works in some instances, especially for Lakers players, because, <laughs> because they were absolutely hammering him on Twitter, and now he's, he's back. He's, doing, he's making threes. He's playing good defense. So, yeah, I guess slandering him on Twitter worked. And to keep talking about the three-point shot, the Lakers had 19 three-pointers to Rockets 13. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind that the Rockets made 15 threes, almost, well, around 15.5, something like that. So let's just say 16 three-pointers per game during the regular season, which was tops in the league. Mm -hmm. So in one of my articles, I mentioned an interesting stat that before the series, the Rockets were three and seven in games in which they made 15 threes or less. Hmm. And that's a trend that continued in the series, especially right. in this game. Right. So right. It, it just shows how the Lakers executed an excellent game plan mm-hmm. by Frank Vogel, whose, whose teams going dating back to his Indiana Pacers days, his teams have always been good defense uh, at least good defensively because i remember those those pacers heat series back in the day and the, those pacers were really well coached defensively so now right, that he has right. a, a a team that that's actually that it's piece, almost every player on the roster can defend at least to some degree mm-hmm. at least when they're in, when they're engaged and right. having a player of anthony davis caliber a first team all defense player certainly helps. So, and the other point I wanted to mention is also it also shows how one dimensional this Rockets team is because if the three is not falling for them consistently, you might as well write up the L. Right. The, the wins and loss column. Exactly. No, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, going back to those, uh, your point on the three-pointers, you said we made 19 threes. That was a, that was a, a franchise record playoff for the Lakers uh, for three-pointers um, tonight. We, we beat that record. Um, and uh, I, I love that uh, Markeith Morris was out there just shooting the lights out in the three-point line, uh, beyond the three-point line. Um, I just—it was great effort uh, overall from our our um, our other guys. That's not named LeBron James or Anthony Davis, you know. Um, yeah. It was, uh, you know, I just thoroughly impressed with our with our win tonight. Um, pretty funny that uh, uh, you know there was some some words exchanged between Russell Westbrook and some a Lakers fan, and I I, I don't know. Well, who that, it was it was know? reportedly Rajon Rondo's brother. That's hilarious. Of course, of course, it's it, of <laughs> course. Oh my gosh, uh, that was uh, happened right after you know that little. Uh, it was unintentional, but Austin Rivers swatted the ball and hit LeBron on the back of the head. Um, kind of. Uh, oh man. That led to, to that sort of exchange, and then what? What did the fans say? Something about uh, um, uh, you know, bye bye or goodbye or something, and that that really offended. Well, I think. I think he just waved them goodbye. Was it? And, okay. And Westbrook took offense to that. All right. So, yeah. All right. Um, man, he got kicked out, though. Rondo's brother, I guess. I don't know what's going to happen to him. but Yeah, uh, they security asked him to leave. 
Is he gonna kick, get? Do you get kicked out of the bubble for that? What was the? They said that there was a memo well, passed around. I suppose they just. I suppose there's various strikes. So, I mean, okay. I don't think for a first offense they would kick him out of the bubble unless he did something egregious. By the way, pardon the dog. Right, right, and it wasn't like you know that exchange was gonna make it, you know, uh, you know, change the the outcome of the game. So. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I hope that he can get back into those uh, those bubble games. I see his. his can I can I go back to a point you made earlier? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, I want to mention Mark Eve Morris. Yes. Like, it's a it surprised me that Frank Vogel inserted him into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it worked because I argued for the Lakers to go bigger because you know they're the bigger team. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, I was surprised when Frank Vogel did that move, and it worked. So, credit to him. Good thing I'm not the Lakers head coach. <laughs> no, yeah, I think everyone was 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 asking, you know, Vogel to to put the two big lineup up there, but uh, you know, Vogel took it to the Rockets and said, you know what, if we're gonna play small ball, we'll play small ball and see who's a better small ball team. It's not really small ball though. If you have AD out there, who's <laughs> a seven footer, but uh, uh, you know, whatever. I I, I did uh, like uh, Markeith uh, insertion into the starting lineup instead of like someone like Kuz. Uh, I think Markeith, uh, um, you know, he he's he's a good defender and and, and great uh, um, a three point shooter um, and. You know, it also balances out the the rotations as you have Kyle Kuzma coming from the bench who can provide some some scoring firepower. Um, I love that tonight that uh, Dwight Howard got some minutes and JaVale got, got to shoot that three-pointer. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I remember as, as Jeff Van Gundy was praising him for playing hard, even though he was playing essentially mop-up minutes, and then he went ahead and shot a three. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> but hey, but, good for him. Let him let him get some. Right, right. I think it was a good reward for for both of them because they, they they essentially were sidelined and, and benched for the series, for the good of the team. You know, for the good uh, um, for uh, to to win the series. But uh, yeah. I think we had we had good points all around about Game Five. I just think it was a good discussion. Uh, let's take a quick break though. Um, come back and talk about just our general thoughts of the series. Um, and, uh, you know, sort of how we responded from that game one loss and then sort of just, just our thoughts, uh, on the series overall. So, uh, we'll take a minute here and, and, and take a break. So we'll see you soon. Hi, this is Yoel Legazzo. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating or review. We would appreciate it. It'll go a long way to help us to continue to do what we're doing. Your support means a lot to us. We're also on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Come interact with us and join us as we journey with the Lakers on the road to number 17. If you'd like to be updated on the most recent Lakers news, follow us on Instagram at LakersDailyScoop where we'll give you daily scoop on all things Lakers. Again, thanks for your support. Now back to the show.
Hey, welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with JJ Rivera. And on this segment of the show, I wanted to uh, just, you know, discuss the general thoughts on, on, on the series overall against the Rockets here. Um, so what you, would you think about the series and what, what were some of the things that uh, stood out to you um, or, or did you want to kind of bring up here about the, the series against the Rockets? Well, after, again, after that game one stinker, uh, the Lakers responded excellently. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember asking specifically for LeBron and AD to like take more shots because, as you remember, LeBron took seven total shots in the second half of Game One, and wow. took like took like three in the fourth quarter. Right, it was yeah. it wasn't good enough, and exactly. showed in the in the in the scoreboard because the Lakers got hammered. <laughs> right, right. But but after that game, the Lakers made the proper adjustments. I liked how they played Westbrook. They essentially they essentially eliminated his strengths and said, "Hey, exactly, beat mm-hmm. us, beat us shooting perimeter shots. If if you make them, well, we shake your hand and we go home." Mm-hmm. Right, right. But he they they played the percentages. They knew he couldn't make them consistently, and mm-hmm. it hurt them. And I also wanted to say, I okay, I'm I'm not gonna make this a let's defend James Harden podcast, but okay. I just want right. to say that I just want to say something quick. Um, James Harden, aside from what what was it that game last game, game four, mm-hmm. he 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 didn't play bad this series. I wouldn't say he's a he's a choke artist like some people are calling him. Sure, he. He's disappeared in some big moments, but overall in the series, he played well. His, his teammates didn't play well at all. I'm starting with Westbrook. Right. And, but I think it speaks more to the Lakers' defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Than it does to the Rockets, because the Rockets overall had a nice supporting cast around Harden throughout the year, but the Lakers executed a, a, an, excellent, an excellent game plan, and they rolled from there. Right. No, I, I agree. I think, on, honestly, like going back to my point earlier in the last segment, I think, like I said, Vogel outcoached D'Antoni. And uh, um, in game one, we were sloppy. You know, game one, we were very sloppy. And it felt like we, we just came out there with a generic plan to go against the, the, the Rockets. Like we didn't do our research or, or anything. And then we came out game two and we had a better plan and we defended better. We executed uh, quicker and and better uh, on a defensive end. And, you know, we pushed the pace uh, offensively. Yeah. And And I think the bench. Sorry, what was that? I I, I thought you had finished already, but I just wanted to to add another point that the bench performance was key in Essentially, the, the the whole series, right? Because mm-hmm. as as you remember that game one, I think the bench had like ten points, mm-hmm. and players not named LeBron James or Anthony Davis were terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they responded. I really, I really thought I was really concerned after that game one. Well, again, it looks like the Lakers just don't like game ones. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think that they, after that game one, they they all took a deep uh, stare at the at their the mirror and said, you know what, we got to do better, and they did better the second game and going, you know, we won four straight against uh, the very high powered Rockets team, you know, and we even switched to small ball, like we, we had mentioned before. Um, and the Rockets didn't really have an answer for LeBron and AD. Um, and if LeBron and AD were going off and the, and, and our, our, uh, the supporting cast was, was helping out and, and making their shots and, and doing what they're, what they're supposed to defensively on and off the ball. I think that was, you know, that was just, just a uh, um, championship level, you know, um, and uh, really, really great to see that. Um, there was a, a tweet. Um, we had Raj, uh, you know, unwritten rules come on the pod the other day um and he he tweeted this out today after the after the win the win he said lebron is peaking ad is peaking our shooters are peaking we're we're the best in best in the league all year is is peaking at the right time and you know it's it's so true we're i mean we're this game game five we were lights out from the three-point line um and i just very impressed i would have liked i don't want to like guess like you said i don't want to ruin the, the parade um i'd like to to see ad uh be more aggressive but you know we didn't really need him today to, to have that uh yeah. that huge win yeah because everybody chipped in so exactly that's a sign of a great team when one of your star players is not having an an excellent game the rest of the supporting cast steps up and and tries to emulate his production and as a as a collective they got the win exactly also because you have lebron james on your team yeah yeah that, yeah. that helps a little too it helps a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um no i think those uh you know great series uh glad that uh we were able to to close this one out tonight it's always hard to to close it out um i don't know if you have any final thoughts uh jj Well, that I'm hugely anticipating whoever comes out of the Western Conference semifinal between the Clippers and the Nuggets. And I think that whoever faces the Lakers is going to encounter a team that's speaking just at the right time mm-hmm. and just at the worst, as the worst, as the, as the, just at the, wor- at the worst time for their opponents. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a battle between any of those two teams. I obviously think that the Nuggets will be an easier matchup. But oh, sure, right, sure. But I'm anticipating a great series either way. And same in the Eastern Conference Finals, that Heat Celtics. That series that's going to be a good awesome. one. Right. By yeah. the way, I I know I said I wanted the Lakers to win this year, but mostly I said it because of Kobe because I really want them to win this one for Kobe. But I'm I'm a Heat fan. I cover the Lakers. Oh, are you? Are you a Heat fan? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Heat fan. I'm really excited for the Eastern Conference Finals, but just for what it means this season for the Lakers, I just want them to do it for Kobe because it would mean so much. You know what, though? The Heat are doing really well. Um, oh. And they're unbeaten, right? No, they lost just once. Oh, they lost game once. four, okay. well, okay. where Chris Middleton basically went full KD. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. They kept them alive. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's crazy. He, the man basically became KD 2.0 unexplicably. <laughs> KD uh, reincarnated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, well, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, we'll see who who gets it out of the uh, you know who, who gets out of that series. Um, but uh, I'm I'm glad you're sticking with the Lakers here. <laughs> yeah. Um, wonder what are you gonna are you gonna cover the Heat too? The fan side of one day. Uh, well, I'm actually gonna start a podcast ne- next week for the Hoopset Network. Uh, are you? Yeah, it's, it's probably the first time I'm, I'm announcing it because very few people know about it because I'm still working working it out. But yeah, there we go, the exclusive. 30, <laughs> yeah, the three hundred five culture podcast. Nice. It's gonna I'm gonna start recording next week, and nice. I'm gonna cover the Miami Heat. So yeah, that's another exciting opportunity. Nice, nice. Maybe we'll have to have you on again if they, you know, if the Lakers and the Heat uh, match up in the finals here. Hey, of course. <laughs> um, let's well, I think so. let's hope so. That that'll be crazy uh, series. Um, but uh, LeBron's old team, you know. Uh, but uh, uh, hey, I've been I've been debating this past. I don't know if you know this, but or if I'm forgetting in any other NBA finals, but. Has there ever been an NBA Finals where a player who won Finals MVP with the team he's like? Is he facing the team which 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 he won a Finals MVP? I have no you know idea. I yeah yeah. That, I have that, no that idea. That would be crazy. I don't. I would right. like to look up that stat because that yeah. would be insane. That would be that would be insane. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, uh, really great to have you on the show today uh, appreciate your thoughts here um i think it was a good discussion all around i think we're gonna close it out today um seal it um get ready here for the for the lakers versus clippers or denver matchup um but uh jj um do you want to put, put a plug in before we close it out and where we, we can uh, find you here uh, twitter well, you can follow you can follow me on twitter at at Jairo Rivera 98, you write that J A I R O R I V E R A 98. There you can find find me. So you follow me so you can be the first to read my articles. And yeah, that's my plug in segment. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, guys, if you, if you haven't uh, already uh, done so, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakersPod. Sorry, it's hashtag LakerPod. Uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review if you thought this uh, episode was great. Um, uh, and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the reviews and the follow, and it'll help us continue to do what we're doing. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop, and we have 25K followers and, and growing. Um, but, uh, hey, JJ, um, appreciate you coming on. Uh, But with that said, have a great day, guys. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for having me. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.